Welcome to Fiberton Acres. A humorous look at horticulture, homesteading, and husbandry. I did it right. Yes, for the first time ever. I am your host, Rick, and this is my co-host. Oh, I'm the co-host, yeah, Ashley. The, and we today we have a. I'm not actually the host. I think she's the host. I'm the co one of us is the host. The We're other one co is a co-host. We co-host together. We're right, equals. Like, well, no, it's like uh, JD and Elliot on uh, 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 Scrubs? Scrubs. Yeah, where I'm the chief and you're the co-chief. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, what do we have in store for everybody Wait, today? You started to say that we have someone with us today, and then you just like. I, cut that's it what off. I was gonna let oh, you well, say. You, that you we started, have someone with us. Well, first I'll say we're recording outside in the conservatory. So Not a conservatory! It's a conservatory! It is a conservatory! <laughs> you be quiet, we haven't introduced you yet, you can't talk. Hey, that's Miranda. <laughs> oh, we have a special guest with us special in the guest conservatory. Miranda, I said in, it. Her, in her conservatory, so I feel like we should kind of point out, it's not our spot, but it's her spot. <laughs> it's our spot adjacent. It's our spot adjacent. Say hello, Miranda. Hello! Oh, Miranda. she didn't do it. <laughs> what? You were supposed to say, hello, Miranda. It's from Everyone the movies. It's from all the movies. Everybody does that. We oh. say, say, hello, Miranda. Oh. Hello, Miranda. Hello, Miranda. Hey. Uh, so, yeah. When that's... we talk about our awesome place that we're at, uh, and our, I think we sometimes call them our friends. We some called, some, some called, we sometimes call them our friend lords. We sometimes call them the owners of the, Rio Salinas Ranch. We other times, not on the podcast really, but sometimes in like non-real, or in real life. In non-real non life. life. <laughs> you know, we, so now we, you know Rick's lying. <laughs> we, uh, we sometimes accidentally say uh, our, our roommates. Oh, and well, like, that actually is in, a, in real life. Yeah, I'm like, that but they're, in, they're in a different, they don't, we don't, they're in a different house. We just, they're our roommates. We just hang out every single night. But that's why night. the conservatory so is a communal spot. <laughs> we sound like such hippies. Spot. Don't say that. We, sound like we have our communal beer fridge that we, it's located in the conservatory. Right. <laughs> Today we, I went, oh, there's a burglar. Oh, nope, it's just Rick getting beer. <laughs> uh, not another beer burglar. <laughs> when you said that there was a homeless guy who came to your door the other morning, my first thought was like, what if he broke into the beer fridge? <laughs> That's literally my first thought. We need to secure that beer fridge. <laughs> there's beer like tools. Lock, or I mean a fridge lock. Yeah, but Isn't there's. That a thing? Yeah. But if you look, there's there's tools and like occasionally piles of money that get left out here. <laughs> now everyone's going to come back here. <laughs> but my first thought was like, oh no, the beer. The beer. Is the beer okay? <laughs> The beer was fine. Uh, I checked. Okay. <laughs> that was the first thing. Rick checked. First thing. We all check, like, normal things, but... It's um, Rick. So, so, today... We're... Ashley has the important papers. That's right. Uh, today, we're talking about knittings. Oh, but so, I guess we have to do our... Fine. One, we didn't do You're a okay. segue, What's but your... two... Oh, sorry. We crashed our segue. But, um... It's a double entendre. Oh, because it's a... You, yeah, you, you can ride crash a segue. Segway, you can crash uh, it. Uh, <laughs> this week on the ranch. Uh, this week on the ranch, it's a chicken explosion. 
Oh, it is a chicken explosion. It's also a different kind of explosion. Right. A heat explosion? A heat explosion. <laughs> I it's thought we were going to blow something up. You uh, said a different kind. No, it's definitely really a heat explosion. It, yesterday, it was a temperature that's more a glitch than a temperature. It was 111. In some places, 115. That those places were my pants. No one wants to know that. I had the swamp butt. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. Um, yes. it's supposed to be up to like one fifteen again tomorrow, and like rest of the week, uh, pretty hot. It's and that was Miranda with the weather. <laughs> <laughs> no, Everyone, chicken explosion. Uh, chicken North, explosion. North County. You will have both tons of chickens and very hot weather this week. <laughs> Don't spit on the computer. Don't spit take on the computer. Uh, so, how did we wind up with so many chickens? Well, I'll start with chapter one. <laughs> I went to Tractor Supply, Farm Supply. Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply Company. And they had chickens. Yeah. So, I bought them. The <laughs> that was end. chapter one. <laughs> Then no, again, like, and like they what only kind had of chickens though. Coop ready chickens, mm-hmm. like breeds of chicken. Like, are we talking? Oh, about... they are small. Two of them are uh, meat chickens, <laughs> and they're yellow right now. Oh, and the they'll other... be they'll become white. The other I think two, they're just like, oh, they're they're something Cornish. See, you guys pay attention to these things. <laughs> I've never been able to identify a breed of chicken in my entire life. They're Buff Orpingtons, I can get no, close. No, it's a It's an Orpington. It's a Beef Wellington. That's <laughs> what I call Wellington. them, and I can recognize Which those Which we'll be getting ones. one of those soon, too. So we are. We're getting, we have those. And well, so we, we have four have chicks that are living in our bathtub. right now that we currently have in the bathtub, because <laughs> we're awesome. And Two of uh, them, we got them for laying eggs. Are you getting them diapers, too? <laughs> Little chicken diapers. The other two are technically meat chickens, but they were cute, so I bought them. (laughs) They're already much larger than the other two. Because I'm a bad farmer. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, we won't eat them for meat because we'll just, they'll just be the giant. It's because they have names. They're going to actually protect the other ones. Here's the thing. Oh, yeah, what did we name them? We needed to name them, and we realized we didn't have enough farm animals, types, breeds. Right. Uh, so we decided to name them uh, Piggy. So now we have a piggy. We have a donkey. A donkey. We have a cow. A cow, and a giraffe. Which is what every farm needs is a giraffe. So I couldn't think of a fourth farm animal. <laughs> duck. Uh, that would be weird to name a chicken duck. Oh, then we could get a duck and name a chicken. <gasps> what if the new chickens is named a duck? <laughs> Then we're naming a chicken duck and a duck chicken. <laughs> I like this plan. This well, is a good plan. And initially. Oh, and then we need a goose. You could name a goose. And then we name the goose Goose. And that'll really mess with everybody. You also need to name one man and bear. So you'll have a man bear. Man bear pig. pig. <laughs> man bear pig. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, is this why we get off topic in the podcast? What are you talking about? Oh, no. <laughs> this is all highly planned. Look, it's oh. right here on this part of the script. Oh, it's right here Neat. on the on the side of the Stop beer rolling bottle. your beer bottle, or else it'll it's picking all that noise oh, up. Oh, sorry, that's, it's okay. That's Ashley's rolling her beer bottle. That's that noise. Uh, so initially Miranda was gonna get some chickens, and then we had to put it off for a while. So now why'd we, we why'd are. we have to put it off? 
Because she went to camp. What was the other reason? See, we're like $100 a chicken. No, they're not. <laughs> they're Coop Ready chickens, and they have a certification of health from Dare to Dream Farm. So we're supporting local farms by Ooh, buying yeah, their chickens. Yeah, in this area, you know, check I, out Dare to Dream Farms. Oh, yeah, shout out to Dare to Dream Farms. You can so, also, no, Lompoc. Lompoc. Uh, for $27 a chicken, you can also buy some chickens from 5 or 10 acres with a certificate <laughs> of health uh, certified by me. Don't do that. I will certify the chicken as healthy and sell it to you for $28. Rick will, but you should probably... It'll I mean, be written in crown. <laughs> this oh this be a healthy chicken. Love, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all getting our those chickens soon. Yeah, they're coming on are you next Saturday. Uh, five, because we have a... No, six, because you guys are getting three, and we have a total of nine coming. So you're getting the rest. So and yeah, we're getting three. Nine minus three is six. Shut it. I forgot they added one at the last second. What'd you add? A beef wellington. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't forget the beef wellingtons. Uh, uh, so, so we will, and they, Miranda, how many do you guys already have? We currently, we have seven. So they'll be, they'll, initially they would just be adding the six, but then they had some that need to get rid of two chickens because they keep flying out of the coop and there's coyotes and stuff, whereas our chickens can't escape. Yeah, they have a real aviary. So Also, the other people could have just clipped the wings. But they okay, we're going to gonna go into Wait. this real quick. No, quick sidebar, oh. people. Wait, if what, you, what, no, what you, quick uh, sidebar. Uh, if you have chickens oh. and they keep flying away and they're, they're flyers, you pull their wing out. Right? So extend their little wing. I'm doing the motion. It's pointless, but I'm doing it. Then you, the, the, the ultimate two feathers, right? The final two feathers on the tip of the wings, mm -hmm. you just snip those. On one side is better. People will often snip them on both sides, right? But they can actually learn to fly that way. If you do it yeah, on it's the... it's like a Nemo effect. But if you do one, when they go to fly, they start tilting because they get way more lift on one side than the other, Aww. and they won't fly away. So if you need to clip your chicken's wings, uh, or if they keep getting away, just clip their wings. It doesn't hurt them. They don't have any nerve. No, it's just the it's, feather. You're just yeah, trimming it's the feather, hair. basically. It's a haircut for a chicken. And you just do the one side, and boom, they won't fly away anymore. I am glad Miranda's friends don't know about that because... Boom, two free chickens. Two free chickens. And I forgot, it is a beef wellington. We're getting a beef wellington, but we're also getting, it's called a golden laced cochin. Cochin? Oh. Cochin? I think it's cochin. Nobody. Yeah. Well, oh, anyway, we have to really do a pretty, corrections They have fluffy, fluffy feathers on their feet. Oh, I hate those chickens. Oh, those are cool. I know. So you I was hate really those excited. chickens? I do. I hate the fluffy oh, footed I wanted chickens. Fluffy -footed I know, chickens. and I always talked you out of it. They're real, so we're getting a weird fluffy footed chicken. So yeah. That was the nice And then chicken. we're awesome. Oh, yeah. Then today I got a text from uh, the lovely folks over at our sister podcast, Vicarious Ranch. Everybody, make sure to listen to Keeping Up with the Clampets. If they ever come out with a new episode, we will be the first to let you know. Uh, no, I've listened <laughs> to all of them now. Me and there's too. There's no new ones. I need, we, they gotta this will be our guilt ball. trip. Yeah, this yeah. is a guilt trip podcast. Hint, hint, uh, we're all waiting. Uh, so, they yeah. said they have six chickens that they need to find a home for. And so, we said, sure, bring, bring all the chickens. Let's do it. That's what this week is about. Yep. Chicken explosion. Chicken explosion. 
If we so, had the technology wait. to insert sound effects. That'll mean I'll have 18 chickens. Is that right? I don't oh know. No, God. don't add the six to yours. What? No, she's getting three of the six. No, she's not. Yeah. No. That's, we no, already agreed upon it. Not yours. <laughs> I want friends. We knew them first. I already asked Miranda if it was okay. Do if you, we split up. I just realized, like, together, between the Rio Salinas Ranch, Fiberton Acres, and uh, the Clampets uh, over there at Vicarious, we're, like, the coolest farmers. For reals. Yeah. Like, no, actually, we should start just the Cool Farmers Club. Oh, we could get... Uh, oh, we could do a special... What are their names? What are their we names? We could do a uh, special podcast do. called the Cool Farmers what's Club. The, what's oh, the other... Our friends... Uh, Robinson. Brand, right? Yeah. Ro- Isn't it Robinson? Yeah, yeah, Robinson. Brandon and Roxanne. Yeah, exactly. We should get them yeah, on the podcast. Oh, oh, we're totally doing this. Let's all do a joint podcast. You heard it here first, folks. We're doing an episode with all of us. <laughs> all the cool farmers. One podcast for all four farms. We're bringing them together. <laughs> and the factories, men work hard to build war machines. Sorry, I don't know why. And the ladies are knitting. Oh my gosh, Segway. <laughs> Ding dong. Is that what it was? In the 19... 19- during World War One and World War Two, there was a shortage of pre-made fabrics. Yeah. However, yarn was still plentiful. So, homeside, women would knit uh, lots of blankets and sweaters and things for their men in the war. Yeah. That actually was a I thing know, that was what... in my research. We all did it. Woo! We segway. High Woo! five. High five. End of episode. Bye. Actually, it's a beer beer break. Beer break. Do, 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 oh, do, do, I can't believe we, we got it. We take a break That's to discuss uh, fiber to neighbors. Nope, nope. Corrections corner. Oh, yeah. Corrections corner. We do oh. have a corrections, actually. A correction. Correction. Apparently, it's not called Hamas or hummus or hummus. It's uh, humye. Humye. Back in the composting episode, we didn't know how to say this stuff in the dirt and stuff. Hmm. It's, I think, if I'm reading the text from Vicarious correctly, it's humus. 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 She wrote out hue and then mus. So humus. Okay. Thanks for letting us know. If you have any corrections, please email info at fibertonacres and make the subject line you were wrong! <laughs> With like seven exclamation marks. Okay, thanks. <coughs> now moving on to the actual subject of our episode, which was going to be knitting. The subject of today's episode is knitting, a method by which yarn is manipulated oh, no. to create a textile or fabric for use in many types of garments. Knitting creates no, multiple... Stop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know what knitting is, when you see people with the two needle sticks, they have two sticks, looks like dowels, like pointy dowels, and they're just like, they're poking at yarn with it. Pointy dowel. Yep. They're that's, poking at yarn. That's what they're doing. And that's what it actually looks like in all of the shows. Yeah. None of them actually know how to knit, so they just... It would be great if like halfway through one of those scenes, all of a sudden the lady, because it's always the lady, throws down her knitting needles and goes... I don't know how to knit. <laughs> what am I doing? 
I like my my little thing I found on the history of knitting. I starts, bet you do. It starts with who invented knitting? Oh, Was it your... a sage or a shaman? Who one day picked up two sticks, some string, and began the incredible act of knitting? I'm like, yeah, this is my kind of person. Okay, so you you know how I like to do the thing where I pretend I didn't actually know what we were talking about, and I, like, misinterpreted the word like I love to do? Uh Uh-huh. I was gonna start talking about how in Egypt uh, they were worshipped early on, and they built statues to them, and they believed that they could help uh, take your soul to the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And they were believed to have been domesticated in the Middle East, like, quite early on, actually. Because it was going to be covering the history of knittens. Like little, like kittens, but knittens. <laughs> oh, I was gonna, but I didn't do <laughs> that. Mittens. Yeah. But I didn't so. do that, so that's good. Uh, I got it from sheepandstitch.com. Sheepandstitch.com. I don't know where Rick gets his information, but mostly just Wikipedia. Oh, okay. I'm just the guy who well, reads the Wikipedia. Well, I went to Wikipedia, Wikipedia and it had that alert at the top that was like, "There are a lot of issues with this. Can you help us fix them?" And I'm like, "I don't know what that oh. means." So. Oh, by the way, we are not a hundred percent accurate podcast, <laughs> especially when I'm talking. Just so you know. Especially when Rick is talking. Uh, I don't okay. know if this is 100%. However, but... the word is der- knitting is derived from the old English word for knot, which is knitting. Knitting. It's C-N-Y-T-T-A-N. Knitting. I think. <laughs> and in Danish, it's called nailenbinden. Oh. Uh, which means to bind with a needle. If you are Danish, we apologize. <laughs> and please send us a correction. To info. You are wrong. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, our special guest, she knows some things about mittens. You were uh, telling us before the break, or before yes. the break, before we started talking. I mean. Before the break. I first mittened. You first knit. I first knitted in 2005. Jeremy's yeah. sister taught me how to knit. Jeremy is the uh, the co-owner of the Rio Salinas <laughs> Ranch. Also oh, happens to be her husband. Yes. Her husband. Yes. As they My say spouse. in Denmark. As they say in Denmark. Yeah, in Denmark. In Danish, it's pronounced husband. <laughs> <laughs> Info at five or ten acres. You were wrong. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Wait. Wait. Who taught you? Jeremy's sister taught yep, you in yep, 2000. My sister-in-law and... taught me my first, I knitted a scarf. And Yay. yeah, I was really proud of myself that it didn't do that thing where it starts out really perfect and then it goes really tiny and then it gets bad again. Hey, that's how I knit. I can <laughs> only knit, knit triangles. <laughs> yeah, I can knit and crochet triangles as long as I'm trying to make a square. Yeah, I but... suck at knitting. No, it's really great because I take it with me wherever I go. And so if I'm bored, you know, sometimes instead of pulling my phone out, I just pull my knitting out and I'm just making a scarf. And people just play and look at you like, what are you doing? You're knitting. I know. What are I you doing? I love knitting in public because it's great. It's great. <laughs> people think it's weird that we knit in public. And that makes me happy. Yeah. No, they're right. It's not. It's not weird. It actually frustrates some people. So which if is people, funny. okay, so if, if you wanted to knit in public, right? Which is there some event you could do? Is there something you could go to? Well, like when I'm waiting for the chiropractor, 
you know. So oh, I, I mean, like but is there minutes. like an, an event where people get together? Like a knitting circle, like a quilting circle, but you have a knitting circle? There's that. I'm specifically there for talking is. about a thing that I was talking about right before we started recording, and I was trying to do a segue to get to it. Well, I mean... Oh. The knit crawl! Oh, the knit crawl. Oh, but the knit crawl, I thought it was... Oh, it's a you yarn also, crawl. Yarn crawl. But the yarn crawl is for people to go to different you places. You also, beforehand, they send out patterns for knitting and crocheting. Oh, I have seen And you knit or crochet kind. the things, Whoops. and then you wear those while you go on your yarn crawl. So look up yarn crawls in your area if you're into yarn craft. That part, that does actually sound fun, because you go to all fun. the local yarn shops, and uh, sometimes there's punch and pie. Yeah, um, everyone yeah. likes punch and pie. More people will come if there's punch and pie. Is the punch spiked? <laughs> Can be. That would you bring be the your best own spikes. Way. I would bring my own spike. Uh, we didn't really go through history, though. Can I? Okay, yeah, go some back history? to history. Go back, man. I yeah. Okay, so in this article that they were talking about, they did like they pointed out, and I know this is slightly off. It's not quite knitting, but it's weaving. Uh, apparently. Penelope from Homer's Odyssey, uh, while her husband Odysseus was fighting off the Trojan War, or fighting off, or was off fighting the Trojan War. There, you there go. we go. Uh, she fended off love-struck suitors with a bargain. She would choose a new husband when she finished weaving a shroud. Then she would weave the shroud by day and undo it by night so she could delay her answer until he returned. Which Ooh. is for those of you that knit, <laughs> it's called frogging. When you take it back, it's called frogging. When you take it out. Oh, you so, said that the other day. Yeah. Quick, and I was quick like, question. Is that what you've been doing with my sweater? Oh. Have you been fending off a rival suitor that I yeah, should be see? concerned about? Because uh, when did you start my knitted uh, sweater? It's a vest. A well, sweater, a sweater vest, vest, by the I'm way. It's not even it's a full sweater. sweater. When did you start that? Here, we'll make it easier. In what year did you start that? Well, we still lived in Eugene the first time, so that was, I don't know. Four oh, years ago. Dear. At least four years ago? Yep. Well, Do I have it yet? Here's the thing. Hey, I've gotten a I, lot done on it lately. Oh, I picked oh, a pattern. In October, right? November 2014. Uh, I picked a pattern that was intentionally not cool. Like, it... It has its what? like it's lines. Way cool. No, here's the thing. Back when I picked it, it wasn't, and it would have gotten me beat up. But I knew that if <laughs> I picked one that was so out of fashion, that by the time you finished it, it would be back in fashion. <laughs> it's starting to fade from fashion again. Oh. Well, see, that's good, right? No, I want my sweater. Uh, I want my. I want my. Sweater. That's why I picked this episode, so I could guilt you into finishing my that's sweater. That's all that it is. It's a guilt. Uh, did you know, I'm just going to glaze over that, the word to knit didn't make an appearance in the Oxford Unabridged English Dictionary until the 15th century and wasn't part of any European language until the Renaissance. So, oh. according to these people, it confirms that knitting is a relatively new invention. Dun, dun, dun! Okay, that's pretty, that is actually interesting. However, they have found a history of knitting. Hold on, navigating Wikipedia. Everybody stand by. Thank you, just talking. There has been uh, knitted socks dating from the 11th century common era in, found in Egypt. 
Yes. So, ha 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 ha. However, part of it is that it is hard for them to track because it's all made out of natural fibers that degrade very easily. So they actually had a hard time tracking it. This was just when it was written. So they don't know. But well, look did, at, I got some super stylish two-toed sock things right here. Look at this picture. <laughs> yeah, they look like Those they are like ninja right shoes. Well, they look like they'd fit in You're Egyptian gonna, sandals. Can you right? link to that little, on, on? I will totally okay. link to this. It's and they nice. say they're now bended socks, originally thought to be knitting. Can you tell the difference? They think circa 250 oh. to 420 AD. Yes, yeah, some artifacts have a structure so similar to knitting. For example, the 3rd to 5th century CE Roman Egyptian toe socks. <laughs> yeah, but they're actually not knitted. No, they're Coptic stitched of nail binding. Nail binding. Yeah, it's the that's the, the that's so the see, Norwegian nail binding. Yeah, so it's a forerunner to knitting, so it counts as knitting. It's oh well, so it may have been yes, it may have grown out of that. Knitting. Most people put its origins in the Middle East, which. Uh, just so you know, is where the origins of pretty much all the things apparently go to. No matter yeah. what we trace, Here's the thing it goes to the Middle East. Egypt. See? The picture of the Egyptian. Uh, European knitting uh, started, they've traced it mostly back to Muslim knitters in Spain. So from the Middle East, and it came to Spain. And if you knit, there's European and British ways of knitting. And one goes the front, and the other goes from the back when you knit. Oh, yeah. They're different ways. I do, I do. Well, they're, oh, yeah. they're called different things now, though. No, they're not. It's not what it said on the internet. <laughs> the all-knowing internet. <laughs> Look, uh, this Wikipedia article that says there's a lot of errors oh, with this page is this definitely twice. correct. Because <laughs> I knit... The weird way. What? Not standard way. Dude, several paintings. I was a first. Several European paintings portray way? the Virgin Mary knitting. Well, because you hold it in some of it. Hey, depends I'm on just which saying, side you hold it in your hand, too. There, there are several paintings that show the Virgin Mary knitting. Mm. Well, that's cool. Just saying. Go Virgin Mary. Right? From around 1400, those paintings were from. I like how they summed up this whole history piece of it. Hit it. They say, so let's take stock. This is a reasonable, if scant, conclusion about knitting's origins. Knitting began in or around Egypt at around 10, or, uh, 1000 AD and possibly grew out of nalbinding. Nalbinding. And they're like, yep, that's it. Hardly conclu conclusive and waffly as heck, but better than nothing, right? That's right. direct quotes from... The thing I said earlier. <laughs> Check the sources in the links. Uh, so I like that. They move on to... Their part two is a great name, too. Madonna's Stockings and Guilds. Oh, my. Ooh. Madonna's Stockings and Guilds? Oh, hey, my. Wait, that's the Virgin Mary. That's the painting I just was looking oh, at on the see? Wikipedia page. You said Madonna. It's kind of really pretty, like, actually. Right? She's knitting. I think she's knitting a Jesus actually, scarf. Actually, I think that we need this picture in our house. No. Yep. No, I'm pretty yep. sure it's more than we the $300 that, that. we have to spend on art. Well, I'm sure there's a print of it somewhere. Yeah. 
right there. You have it in front of you. That is a print of it. Yeah. I want to print it larger and nicer. And framed. And framed. And on my wall. I feel outnumbered in this podcast <laughs> for some reason. Does Miranda uh, get a chance to interject? Well, and it's we not, have it's a guest not time host. for me yet, though. I mean, we're still on some pretty ancient history here. Yeah. You're more mod. I, I, she's well, mod. Yes. She's more mod, modern. Sorry. I am more mod. I found a picture of some early knitted Spanish gloves made with red and yellow silk worn by a bishop in the oh. 16th century. Wait, are you going to mention the knitting guilds that existed? I don't know, probably. Did you even read this paper? Because in the fi- early 15th <laughs> century, there was a commercial knitting guild in <laughs> uh, Western <laughs> Europe. It was called the Guild of Saint. I pra- I tried pronouncing this earlier, and I sure I'm sure I'm gonna mess it up. I'm not there yet. Hey, the Guild of Saint Fierce. Yeah. Fierke, 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 The Guild of Saint French name, <laughs> and it was founded in Paris, Paris, not Paris, 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 in 1527, Paris? but. Mm-hmm. The archives mention the uh, an organ or, uh, organization dating back <laughs> all the way back to 1268. So there may have been, a, but there may have been a knitting guild back to the 1200s. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I just have to read you. Okay, read us one of their. So in this again, it's I'm still. What was it? What did I say? This was. This is from. The website. Uh, Sheepandstitch.com. Sheepandstitch. Who has been awesome in this. Uh, They have (laughs) the header of this section for them. Like a virgin. Ooh. Knitting for the very first time. Like a virgin. Yeah, I get it, because virgin wool. (laughs) It's a a double Uh, entendre. And they're talking about Virgin Mary. Knitting. Oh, I get it. Oh, it's, it's like a triple entendre. What? what? Oh, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> we can't do that noise. Wah, wah, wah. What is no, it? It's, it's, it's like... the alarm buzzer. Yeah. If I find the sound effect, I'll That's throw it, it in. right? That's closer, right? Wah, 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 wah. No. <laughs> no, I don't Poor know. Miranda's just getting yelled at in her ears. Oh, we're my ears. Thing. No. Look, this one, she's knitting next to baby Jesus. And in this one, she's knitting in front of some guy. Let me see the guy. I took an art history. (laughs) Hey, I took an art history class. That's Joseph. Oh, see? Yeah, he has a little halo over his head. Joseph gets a halo? Yeah. Well, it's like, he's like, oh. He's Jesus' dad. Of course he gets a halo. What do you, how mean do you think they were in the Renaissance? I think it's showing he's important. He is important. This was an important family. Knitting. Okay. We're all knitting. (laughs) Uh, so. Surgeons knit. Did you know that? A lot of surgeons knit. Because. Works on their dexterity. They also play a lot of video games. Doesn't it really, like, work your thumbs, though? What? No, if you're on a keyboard. Oh, cute, yeah. Yeah, see? So, so I don't they, do that PC they take gaming. Turns. They take to like, well, I'm done playing Counter-Strike Go. Better switch over to knitting that scarf I'm working on. 
I like Mario. That's kind of awesome. Jump forward. Maybe they knit a Counter-Strike sweater. Maybe they do. Maybe they Speaking do. Speaking of which, when are you going to finish my sweater vest? <laughs> Moving on. Real gentlemen wear knitted stockings. That's in header the next part. Nice. Oh, they, those so, were really common. Like, those were a big deal back, like, 1700s, around the Revolutionary time. Just Am read, I right? Am I right? Because I'm just guessing. No, I was like... 16th century, knitted stockings were a very big deal for Italian and Spanish oh, men of style. Oh, yeah. Ha ha. Wrong way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> men in knee bre breeches depended upon elegant legs for their fashion status, and baggings, baggy stockings were a disaster. Is that why they called them knickers? Because it's like can. It's like because you have oh, your knitted socks for your knickers. For your knickers? Maybe it is. Probably not, but... Let's go with that. Nobody is ever going to correct us. <laughs> you were wrong! Info at FiberTonAcres.com. Uh, uh, okay. You, yeah, so if you were a young man in the Middle Ages and you want to become a master knitter in a knitting guild, you'd need to devote six years of your life to training. Well, you would yeah. definitely be a master three knitter. Three years would be spent in apprenticeship learning from the masters, and another three were spent traveling the world to learn foreign techniques and patterns. Why don't we still do this stuff? Some people do, and they're called trustafarians. Google that. I want to be one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your parents to get rich and die. Oh. I think that's how it works. No, don't do that. <laughs> it's, it's how it works. <laughs> she says, if you're obsessed with knitting, if you're as obsessed with knitting as me, this probably sounds like the best time ever. <laughs> Barring dysentery and the bubonic plague, what could be better than spending six years knitting and traipsing all over Europe? Okay, quick aside. Whoever this is, she needs to be my friend. Quick aside. <laughs> uh, uh, dysentery, right? I lived dysentery. in China for a summer, and I didn't get a hint of dysentery. Okay? It's because you only drink beer. Okay, what's the problem? I'm just telling everybody, <laughs> if you want to avoid dysentery... Drink beer. Can we do an episode about beer? Oh, that would be so great. Oh, we said we were going to. Okay, Actually, beer episode coming up. Actually, didn't we say we were going to do one while drinking, like, try different types? Oh, yeah. No, that was my idea for brewing. a separate podcast that we're actually going to do with you and Jeremy. Okay. We're all going to have a podcast together where we review beers. And wines. Yes, yeah, beer and wine. And we're just going to call it Booza Hall. We're going to call it Booza Hall the show. Everybody, tune in for the booze enthusiasts. You heard it here. I can't do that voice. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Booze Hall, the show, coming this October. What if we just have it slightly more refined and call it booze enthusiasts? Booze enthusiasts. I'm an alcohol enthusiast. Look at this. Okay, so I'll Okay, guys, she's going to put up links because she keeps saying look at this, but we're a podcast. Full membership to the Hand Knitters Guild of Strasbourg. Knitters had to knit a wall-hanging pattern with flowers like this one. That'll Where is Strasbourg? Is that Adam German? and Eve appear beneath a central panel depicting Jacob's dream. That's like a crazy... And they hold themselves up for like uh, 13 weeks. This is how they pass the exam wow. to get into the That middle. actually is Shoot. pretty impressive. Uh, Look at that. Jacob's ladder, oh, by the way, is Adam the... Adam and Eve. Eve taking the... Oh, and there's the serpent. They even have their little... Private parts covered up with some yes. vineage. <laughs> so, this looks like vineage. It look, doesn't look like. Step he doesn't one. Have a full leaf. Step one to knitting. We should get 
down to this real quick. Oh, yeah. You have to cast on. Oh, wait, wait, are wait. we done with history? Are we history? done with history? Because no, no. Okay. I, I was just saying, you got to cast on. That's where it all starts, right? You yeah. do. The cast on. You must cast on. Yes. Then you got what? Color work? Well, that's not next. <laughs> Increase and decrease. Well, those These are, are the things, things that you, knit, can learn you have to eventually. know. You have to know. You have to learn the Casting knit stitch on. and the purl stitch. Knit purl. That's really all you have to know. But then you got to learn color work. You don't have to. You have to learn color if work. If someone just wanted to make a scarf with some variegated yarn, they're set. No. They just need pearl. You're going to look like one of those old ladies wearing those old old lady variegated well, scarves. You don't want to look like that. They could people. if they learn wanted to. Learn some color work. Then, you got to learn increase and decrease. I feel like you're completely skipping ahead, sir. I wanted to talk about these things that are sitting in front of me on my phone. Because you had nothing else? Increase and decrease. Uh, is that the basics, right? Like, boom, now you can make most things. Actually, yeah, most of the things are... Done through knit pearl, knit, pearl. color work. There are different kinds increase, of, decrease, boom. There are different kinds of. <laughs> okay. You, you oh, you call it dibs? <laughs> call dibs? We got dibs uh, on the next section. Right. So we weren't quite done with history. So we were talking about in more recent history. So Rick. Yes. You wanted your sweater. Well, during the Industrial Revolution, oh. it would say. Knit sweaters in hours, not weeks, with a knitting machine. What? So during Wait, the Industrial Revolution, when things were becoming more mechanized, people wanted to do things faster and, you know, take less manpower, so they invented the knitting machine. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was looking it up, and I had never heard of a knitting machine. So, yeah, and it says in 1589, Englishman William Lee invented the knitting machine. While it didn't demolish the hand knitting industry, it foreshadowed more technological changes to come, namely the Industrial Revolution. Wait, so it was pre-Industrial Revolution. He made the knitting machine. He was like, he was industrial. He was the first he hipster, was, yo. <laughs> he was the Elon Musk of his time. That's that right. Guy. He was like, I want to create the Industrial Revolution. I was doing it before it was cool. Ooh, so it transformed from a serious trade into a sweet. Mm -hmm. Parlor craft for Victorian ladies. Oh, so they'd all sit I'm around with their knitting lady. machines and knit their knittings with their oh. knitting machines. That's right. Uh, Remember yeah. those knitting guilds? A nun. Uh, I want those. A fun fact uh, about the history of knitting and things they wouldn't have knit, or maybe they did at the time. Uh, my 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 buddy Sam from Kung Fu class. One time I he knitted. And one time I was like, dude, knit me something. And he was like, what do you want me to knit you? And I was like, I don't care. I just want something knitted because Ashley wasn't really knitting yet. She was crocheted. And uh, he was like, he's like, sure, I'll knit you something. He knitted me a stuffed pair of man bits. With the, the long bits as well. Yeah. <laughs> the whole anatomically correct. Man bits. That's what he chose to knit me. And he did a this really a good job. That's why I said man bits. It the was undercarriage. Hilarious. Ew. I was like, what am That's I supposed awesome. to do with this? I had it on a shelf in my room forever. It was, it was hilarious. Yes. So you were talking about okay, the proper Victorian history. Now that we've so reached like, forty minutes, now we're so getting now more we can talk about what, modern. Yeah, though, right. Modern. So 
So in today. So now, today, yes. Okay. So there are two types of nipsters. <laughs> uh, two nipsters. types of knitters. Types. Old ladies and hipsters. Exactly. And the coolest farmers like us. Right. No, actually, right. knitting is cool. I wish I could learn it. I, I, I'm probably going to try again here soon. Well, you can loom knit. I can that loom is knit, another kind and of I can weave, and, uh, uh, but I just, I can't do the needles thing. I, I can't figure it out. Do you, you, do you still knit often? I know you crochet. Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm learning the, the whole crocheting thing because I learned to knit first, so crocheting is actually a little bit harder for me because I'm looking for what to do with my left hand. Well, that's the thing, too, is I have a hard time teaching knitting because I was a crocheter first, and I, I knit, I think it's continental, the one where I hold it in the, the more, the less uh, used side. So most people, I think, knit and hold the yarn with their, what do you do? Right hand. They hold, oh, left. Yeah, yeah. so I hold with my left hand. I wrap with my left. Yeah, and I and you guys through with I your right don't do them. That's weird. I do it opposite. <laughs> I do continental. Is it, I think it's continental, and I need to look it up. Okay. But yeah, so. But that's because I started with crochet, and I taught myself how to knit, so I didn't learn the, the real way. Cool. Uh, well done. Let's look up. Continental. So you learned it wrong. <laughs> uh, that's right. But. <laughs> It makes actually purling a lot easier for a lot of people. Right, because yeah. you're going from the back. Right. Attacking it from the behind, as they say. Uh, so, modern day knitting, uh, most is done industrially. Yes, that is true. Uh, when, uh, when you find a sweater in the store, store it's definitely... Yeah. That Old Navy sweater was not produced by somebody in the knitting guild. However... However <laughs> If so, you're, one of your friends has the coolest sweater ever, chances are someone hand-knitted that for him. That's right. There's uh, a yeah. lot of free knitting patterns online. Yeah, that's one of the cool things now is you can find a ton of really neat patterns. And there's some really um, talented people putting out their patterns for just a few dollars. That you can buy on Ravelry. Ravelry is like... The social media place to be if For you crafts. are a yarn crafter, right. um, in particular. Also, uh, you, uh, so if Pinterest, you're a... Pinterest is pretty great. As a loom knitter. I loom knit. I do do that. Uh, he said doo-doo. I you did say doo-doo. doo-doo. Fair <laughs> point. Uh, if you do that, you can uh, find 8-bit pictures. And there's 8-bit file converters... Like, where you put an image oh, and yeah. it'll convert it into 8-bit. An 8-bit uh, image is totally loom-knittable. I don't know if it's knittable-knittable. Yeah, no, actually, you can use it. A lot of people use that for knitting or for embroidery or for crochet. I mean, it basically, you just turn it into... And actually, there's ones that will do for different amounts of stitches and stuff, too. So you oh, can really? actually... Put in what oh. you want to do now. See, I don't. I I found a simple one that creates an eight bit image that I originally used for perler art. Uh, but then when I started loom knitting, I was like, oh, I can use this for the knitting thing to do color work, to switch colors. And I made a Mario and Luigi headband. Yes. Uh, but 
I lost count of my stitches at one point. Mario wound up being basically off an entire pixel on the left half of his body. Oh, uh, oh you made me a uh, um, Oh, the Triforce. I recommend everyone do that as their first project. It's not That's hard. It's really cool. And that Zelda be is better. knitting, too. Yes. Yeah. You could totally knit that as well. Uh, so I think here's, here's a, um, opinion corner. Okay. Yes. Why do you think knitting still exists? I want everyone's opinion on this. Oh, Ooh, okay. Um, what, or why has it made a, res I feel like it has made a resurgence. Right. I agree. Yeah. Cause people don't have friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we know Rick's feelings. There we go. <laughs> Uh, how, how about you, you Lord Miranda? Miranda? <laughs> um, gosh, yeah, I think a couple things about that. I think that in our technological age, there are a lot of, you know, young people that really are valuing the unplugging from technology. And so a lot of people are going back to these more handmade gifts. Um, I spent a lot of time, you know, knitting a blanket for uh, my friends who had a baby and you know, doing more handmade crafts. So I think oh. that that's like a big resurgence in today. Did you make a mm -hmm. blanket for them because they had a baby? Or did you make a blanket for the baby? Just ambiguous sentences I'm trying to clarify. <laughs> I made a baby blanket. Okay, all right. That'd be Just... funny if you made a blanket and you're like, no, that's not for your baby. No, that's no, for you. It's for you because you're going to be starving the baby. and cold. Now the old baby. No, yes. made it for the baby. For the baby. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that there's also um, kind of, you know, we, we're we trying to <laughs> embrace some of the things that we used to know how to do, too. So, like, being able to have a skill like that, I think we want to know, especially in a day and age of everything being just instantaneous. Yeah. So... Right. Instant Sometimes, yeah. If something's knitted, you have to wait a probably long five time. years, <laughs> easily like five years for sweater vest. Which gives me one more year. <laughs> it's okay. I'll I'll buy her a knitting machine. Uh, it'll be really fast. I thought I married a knitting machine. That's the problem. <laughs> what it is is I want to knit for my fiber ten acres. Uh, don't Rick forget to pick second. up all your Fiber 10 Acres things at FiberTenAcres.com. FiberTenAcres.com! Uh, yeah! <laughs> I wonder how I much of the it. traffic they can hear, because we live, like, right next to a highway. Yes, yeah. our serene farm with highway access. Yes. Yeah, which makes it easy for people to so visit our off. lovely farm. Exactly. Easy so we're a good off. location, but we still are surrounded by... Beautiful vineyard and the riverbed. As that giant semi I just went semi. halfway went waiting for that semi to start honking okay. while he's there. So we do have some uh, truck drivers that are our friends. And, I mean, this could be one going by right now. Anyway, his, his name is Sammy, and Sammy honks at us every time he drives by. And I you sometimes laugh when Sammy it's 5 o'clock in the, the morning. Podcast. And I'm thinking, right? huh, I wonder if Ashley and Rick heard that. <laughs> We did. Uh, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's not about knitting. Oh, this is the They should up. not be knitting while they're driving semi oh, Do no. not knit and drive. Disclaimer right there. Do not knit and drive. Especially a semi-truck. I always kind of wanted to drive semi, but if I can't knit while I am driving, then maybe I don't want to do it. I wonder if I could knit and drive the tractor. 
What if we like, both? What if we, what if one of us drove the semi and one of us was knitting and then we like switch off yeah. and the tractor? We just like because you've got the long rows that you mow, so you could totally get in a few rows while you're just while going you're in a straight while line. You're, while you're plowing your rows. Yeah, you could get in oh. some rows while you're rowing. Rows. Oh. oh. All right. On that note, we would like to thank all our patron, our patrons. Uh, our patrons. You guys are the awesome best. Patrons. Thank you very much. Uh, Remember how Rick said he was going to get you designs for a T-shirt? Still working on that because uh, <laughs> I my computer died. Oh yeah, but he's working on a new computer right I'm now. Working so. on a new computer. As yeah. soon as Miranda's husband, uh, Jeremy, uh, Wait, what helps is it? me hook it up. Who's 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 uh, helps there me. Is Miranda's husband helps. Helps me hook it up, uh, yeah. finish up the final bits of it. Uh, I'll be able to work on that because I have all the design tools and everything that I need on that. He's also going to start vlogging more. That's yeah, what the you guys be as in Victor. See, oh, you're going to see some great tracks. Yeah, stuff. we've been doing some some vlogging yes. things around here. I just don't have anything. Miranda that can got edit some video. awesome footage. So. Well, yeah. I do have stuff that can edit video, but it's a Mac, and I just. I, Which I'm is not, what we're recording on yeah, right now. I'm just not a Mac person, so yeah, well, that's true. Uh, uh, so we'll have yeah. Those if you're our patron, if you're our patron or patron, you're the best. If you're not. Go to patreon.com slash fiber ten acres, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash fiber ten acres. The show you're listening to. Acres. Dot com. No, no dot com on that. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> We're kidding. Just on that last dot com. On everything else is real. Uh, <laughs> but you can Let head the there and up. see all the uh, cool things that we offer for our patrons. And uh, then you can also support us in helping us make these episodes. You this can... is our 21st episode. Wow. Yeah. You can also, uh, we would, all, you can also. You can also say thank you to, to our guest host. Miranda. Uh, yay. Over Rio Salinas Ranch. Rio Salinas. That means Salinas River Ranch. Uh the home of Fiberton Acres. <laughs> right. Oh, there goes Mike. Oh, and We're... everybody say hello to Mike. Hi, Hi Mike! Mike. <laughs> He's like, what's happening? He has no idea. Yeah. So you'll He's never forget talk. now. It's the Rio Salinas Ranch. I know. I got that now. Right. Rio Salinas. Thompson Estates at the Rio Salinas Ranch. Sometimes. Care of Fiberton Acres. In the yes. conservatory. <laughs> no, Fiberton, Air, Fiberton Acres. Conservatory at oh, Rio Speaking Salinas of chicken Ranch. explosion, Care remember up. how we said we would have the, the estates? We have Cluck Estate now. Oh, oh right. Yeah, we have Cluck Manor. Because so. they're, they're, they're coopery. Yeah. What is it called? Chicken coop. Is it just coop? Yeah, so yeah. our chicken coop, my my dad decided to name it. He named it Cluck Manor because it's a it's a fairly large coop as far as you know chicken coops go. Yeah. Like a, a person could comfortably live in that, right? But that homeless guy who was here the other day. Could. I mean, yeah. There's there's two rooms and then there's an outside covered yeah. area. Oh, do you know why they have two doors they have their own into the chicken coop? Yeah. Why do chicken coops have two doors? Wait, is this a joke? Because <laughs> if they had four, they'd be a chicken sedan. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, our eggs will be from <laughs> Cluck, Cluck Estate. Estate. 
Yes. They're just a dollar more a dozen. But they're from the estate, so they're better. The estate. <laughs> right. Not just from the manor. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, ladies like and gentlemen, how, we're beginning to I don't know which would actually be better it's than like, estate or manor. Well, that's the thing is people think that estate wines, they're like, oh, that right. wine is estate. It's better. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Miranda is also the smellier. <laughs> is that how you smell that? You <laughs> me saying that? Sommelier? Yeah, smell your. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Smell your. A smellier. Smell the wine. She smells it for you. That smells good. Yeah, you should drink some. <laughs> I could be a sommelier. It's not who that else, hard. Who else do we have to thank? Um, uh, let's nobody. thank Vicarious for giving us a bunch of chicken. Yeah, thank you, Vicarious thank you. Ranch. And we'll thank... Uh, Dare to Dream Farms. Oh, Dare to that. Dream Farms. Who are Dare targeting. to Dream Farms? They're giving us our other chickens. Oh, Okay. Also, we should thank uh, oh, all, the all the apparatus for letting us use their song, The Aeronaut, as our intro and outro. Seriously, I listen to that song so often. Everybody, like, just send them a dollar or something, because they're the best. Just be like, hey. Or just go buy it. Go on to go iTunes the, yeah, go buy and the buy the track. track. Yeah. Cause and, or maybe another one, too. It's a great, yeah, or buy the album. I mean, it's a great album. Because there's another also, song called Let's Go Outside and Go Ride Bikes. Yeah. It's also one of my favorite songs. Uh, and also go hug your Hug farmer. a chicken. Oh, farmer. It's almost farmer's market week. And you can nominate your best farmer's market right now on America Farmland Trust, I think it's called. Oh, cool. And you should just go know. hug your farmer and tell them how much you appreciate the but work But make sure they they're do. okay with that kind well, of Well, that's content. true. Say first... I would really like to appreciate you. May I hug you? May I hug you? And if they say no, respect that and just say, well, I really appreciate you. Thank for, thanks for all you do. How about a hearty handshake? Oh, there you go. And if they say no to that, you're creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, not them. It's probably you. All right, that's our show. <laughs> it's probably you. Everybody have a Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.